the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. We're live. We are not pre-recorded. No, I'm not sure what portion of today's show is going to be pre-recorded, yeah. but I, for one, am excited to see which one it is. Yeah, we're in studio. Uh, here's the cool thing. We are social distancing to the extreme. Now, we, we know that a lot of people have you know are broadcasting from home and whatnot. We appreciate that because whatever works for you mm-hmm. is whatever works for you. But Kath and I and Mike, Mike in studio. Let me see the, uh, the Duffy. Mike's camera. in the other studio, right? Yeah. I mean, Mike's in his own studio. Hello. Completely Hello. sealed off from the outside world. Yeah, we're committed. Well, <laughs> we're committed to being here. Now we're not six feet apart, but we're pretty close. We're pretty close. I yeah. bet we're four and a half. Maybe so. Yeah. So we're a short person's social distancing. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. I'm just glad I'm in another room. Yeah, you know, Mike. Yeah. We're glad you're in another room too. You no, little smarty pants. I gotta be honest. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. Mike's back because he was sick for like three or four days plus mm-hmm. the weekend. It was a long throw. Oh, it was a long and throw. I felt badly for you, Mike. It was horrible. I mean, we still picked on you while you were away, but he it didn't. Was hanging it didn't, out. didn't take away my compassion. He's sitting on the couch playing video games with yeah. his kid. Yeah, right. Okay, right? Well, here's one thing I Drinking know. Exactly, margarita. <laughs> here's anyway. one thing I know Mike wasn't doing. Tell me. Nor were you doing. Mm. Nor was I doing. And that is trying to figure out how to go on a digital first date <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. You know what? Mike, were you doing that? Nope. John. I was not doing no, that. No, no. Say what you will about These this. These poor people. Oh, this young generation. Oh, my gosh. And the weird, how weird would it be? For, so weird. To use these, you know, the dating apps to begin with. That's like sort of a matter of course of how you're engaging and trying to find someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. What if you're, what if you're trying to get married now? Exactly, Mike, right? Okay, so now no one's going to go on dates, so they're using Zoom and other sort of, you know, video conference chat apps mm-hmm. to meet people, to hang out people with people. We, we saw an article, uh, Digital First Dates Are Solutions to Your Socially Distanced Love Life. Young people are getting together, meeting, hanging out, Not necessarily talking. young. Okay, yeah, Any you're people. right. Yeah. Single and, people. And then they're like their first dates. Here in this article, it describes a guy. He's like excited, first date, 27 years old. He gets dressed. He does his whole routine as he's going to be like in person meeting someone. Right. He gets a nice clothes, nice clothes on. He puts this little spritzer on of cologne or whatnot. He puts the spritzer on. He sits down wow. at his computer, okay. and his date is wearing pajamas. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah. So he's like, okay. So from the get go, we were sort of mismatched because she wasn't catching my vibe, nor was I catching her. But we hung out together, and then later on, it talks about people. I'm sorry. That is lame on her part. You can't try a little harder than that. I don't know. I mean, I'm all about hanging out in your pajamas, but this is with people you know well, not someone you're trying to make a first impression it on. It might have been her sixth first date of the day. Yeah, she was tired by this right? point. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've had so many dates today, right? Another, another story, people making dinner together on their first date. 
So they're, you know, he's making pasta, she's making stir fry. Then they sit down and hang out and talk, seeing if there is chemistry through a screen. Could you be able oh to tell God. if there's chemistry through a screen? Yeah. Do you think you'd be able to tell? I think you could tell if you get along, if you, you know, if you like the certain things or if you're cracking the same jokes, right? In, the In art- some ways, would it be better? Um, well, I would don't you know. be would you be focused more in like a virtual sense on? No, it wouldn't be better. Wouldn't no, that be better? No, I think no, it would no, be better. No. Oh yeah, yeah you think it would be here's, better? Here's why it would be better because if it turns out bad, right. All you got to do is just click the end button, right? Or just shut your yeah. Computer the long off. yeah, right. right the yeah. long drive home from wherever you are can be painful. Right. Funny, yeah. They say in the article that someone says on a first date, "I'm never hanging out with someone who has bad Wi-Fi." That's my. That's my. <laughs> That's one way to decide who's yeah. out. So and sifting who's in. through, you got bad Wi-Fi. You're not part of my life. Yeah, um, I just feel bad for people. Who right, are out there, I know. Right? I mean, you scramble to get re- ready for your date. Um, someone's talking about when I'm on camera. Can I, here we are. We're on camera. Someone was worried about their double chin on camera. Now you're not thinking about that. Are, oh, let me tell you, I thought about that on your not, first not, date. Not, I mean, not here, not here. But when you're doing a like video conference, have you done a Zoom conference? Yeah, you, we did one last yeah, we week. Did, yeah. Okay, when your when your photographs come up on Zoom, and I assume that you guys who are at home have had to do video conferences. Yeah, are you shocked with how bad you look? Of course you are. Yes. Okay. Never. So, <laughs> Never. Let me see that. Never. Oh, you look You're fabulous. Huh? You do. I look, you, at, look at him. You have fish on your shirt today, Mike. I do. Okay. Let me see. I do. Anyway, it's going to be fun today. You know. Pretty. Anyway, oh, there good. are there are whole like did there's a whole digital universe of products that you can buy sure. to get your phone at the right level mm-hmm. to get your you know whatever. I don't even know. I haven't That's looked ridiculous. into any of it because I just Neither decided way. I'm just not. I I'm going to have to live with what it is in the Zoom era. You reach a point in your life. Where, you know, look, you're married, you've had kids, you kind of go, okay. No, don't go into that with me. What is this I have reached? Mike, how many times in a week does he say, once you reach a certain age? You do. What does that mean? Whatever that age is, Mike, I don't want to reach it. How about you? Neither do I. Okay, we're not. Mike and I aren't reaching that age. No, wait, wait, wait. We're not. Here's my point. You reach a certain point in your life. Oh, no. He's changed it to reach a certain point in your life. No, no, no. You reach a point in your life where you're going to go, I am who I no. am. Okay. I am well, who I am. I am who I am is different than I'm giving up I'm all saying, pretense I'm of not, trying to be a professional, good-looking person. I'm not saying I'm giving up. Okay. I'm just saying you have to accept. If you've got a double chin, that's what it is. If, you've, if you're follically okay. challenged... Yeah. That's what it is. Right, right. If you right. if you're yeah, holding, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. I get that. This is what you're. This is what you are. I get that. Right, but that also can easily cross the line into I don't give a care. Oh, I'm going to well, go on a first date in my pajamas. Other, that's a whole other story, right? The I'm not girl saying should not have gone on a first date in her pajamas. No, I'm not saying hang out in your sweatpants while you're going on a first date. Now wait a second. Did the girl? Did the girl at least get a heads up that she had to dress nice? What do you mean? It's a Did first you? date. How many first dates have you gone on in where you pajamas. wore your pajamas? But well, how many, like, you haven't gone on your first date on a video screen either. No. So all bets are off. I mean, she could have at least like had a nice top. Like right, exactly. Right. I mean, you're not looking from the waist down. Business it's, up it's front, right? That's Party right. up front. Like for all for all the audience knows, you guys are wearing shorts, and I don't need to tell anybody. No. Why'd you bring that up? Listen. Sorry. Okay, Why I'll be you? honest with you. This is this is what it is. 
This is what it is. When I come to work now, I have a very nice top on, and mm-hmm. I have disastrous pants and bad shoes. Mm-hmm. And I feel fine about it. Yeah, there's a little cat hair, you know. There's, no, there's no cat there's hair. Some cat there's some cat hair. There's no pants. cat hair. But I am saying I'm not investing in the bottom half. Now, let me ask you this, John. I'm not investing in the bottom half. There's a quote of the day. <laughs> let me ask you about the sweatshirt. You know, dress down day's Friday. Right. Today's Wednesday. What, what like... Yeah. Well, to be honest, management's gone. Oh, so it's management, Mike. The mm. fact that he and I, you and I are still here means nothing. I did tell him. I said, John, you know you're wearing a black shirt. Yeah. So, and you have a black background. So, And I, I did say, you know what? This is radio. It's <laughs> Ex- radio first and foremost. that you can watch the show unfold. So log on right now to yeah. Facebook 101.5 Word FM or the Ride Home with John and Kathy. It's secondary. You know, and I... We should say, by the way, how gratified we are. Our numbers of people who watch the show and engage with us on a video in a video sense have gone up every single day since we started. God bless you. I mean, it is really exciting mm-hmm. to see so many thousands of people who are engaging with us on Facebook. So I yep. want to say thank you. And I dressed up for you guys, thank you. even if he didn't. I'm fine. Today's a special day. It's John Hall floating head day. <laughs> oh, exactly. Because what? the rest of his body's going to blend in with the background. It's fine. Yeah. Guys, this is radio. You're he's a, a radio. Head, he's a head and neck. And little arms. You make it sound like a... <laughs> okay, let's get out of here. Okay? That's funny stuff. Uh, Coming like up That's really funny stuff. We're doing radio here. Coming up okay? next, the Reverend Josh Brown is with us, pastor of Belfield Church in the Oakland District of Pittsburgh. We're going to talk about safety and security. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. One's promised to us and one isn't. All right. It's the sweatshirt edition of the ride home. <laughs> no, it's not, yeah, actually. You may remember the buzz created by the film The Passion of the Christ, but what about the crucial spiritual questions that movie didn't consider? Why did Jesus have to die? And what does his death mean for you today? Examine those questions with John MacArthur as he launches a study titled The Crucifixion Chronicle here on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. You've all helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, we're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, Giza Dream Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza Pillowcase, Bolster Pillows, and Neck Pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Be sure to use promo code WORD. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with a global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country. Are the impacts of the pandemic causing you worry? The long-term effects of COVID-19 are unknown, but the short-term effects for the stock market have already included record single-day and single-week losses. How is this health scare affecting your retirement savings? Call Kirk Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group. Kurt and his team have managed market fluctuations before. Schedule a phone or video consultation to create a plan designed to help reduce the risk of your retirement savings from the latest health scares and other market events that could impact your savings. 
you likely have questions. Don't wait. Call or text for a complimentary phone or video consultation, 412-515-0005. You don't know how the market is going to continue to react. You only know that you don't want your retirement savings to feel more effects from the pandemic or other volatile events. Get your retirement plan checkup today. Call Kurt Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group, 412-515-0005. Don't wait. Call or text 412-515-0005. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Choosing your child's school is a big decision. You want more than a great education. You need an education partner with high academic standards who respects your values, offers a safe place to learn, and where your child is known individually. For 35 years, Eden Christian Academy has provided ACSI-accredited college preparatory academics and a strong spiritual foundation of character and faith for students in preschool through 12th grade, where they're prayed for, known, and valued for who they are. Learn more at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Strange days indeed. Yes. Strange days. Do you feel safe? No. Do you feel secure? Yes. There is a difference. Yep. There is a difference between safety and security. Uh, we're happy to welcome back to the show uh, a pastor from Belfield Presbyterian Church, Josh Brown, Belfield Evangelical Presbyterian Church. It's in the Oakland neighborhood, right across from the University of Pittsburgh bookstore. Hey, Josh, welcome back. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you guys today? Thanks for having me on. Our pleasure. We're Always good. good to hear from you, Josh. Let's talk first, yeah. um, establish some terms. What's the difference between safety and security? Sure. I think that, well, sometimes we use these things as straight synonyms of one right, another. Interchangeable. And, yeah, and in probably a lot of cases there are. I think when we're, we're trying to reflect theologically on things that are going on, and even biblically, I do think it's important to make a distinction. So I would say that safety is this sense or desire of uh, being shielded from anything bad happening to me. Uh, so I'm not going to experience any kind of difficulty or hardships. I'll be kind of untouched, maybe even comfortable. That would be a bonus, mm-hmm. but certainly not certainly not facing any kind of hardships. That, that would make me feel safe, whether that's economic hardships or uh, physiological hardships or anything like that. So that, that's safety, this sense of not being affected in a negative way by things around you. Right. And I would say security then is something different. Security is a sense that fundamentally your relationship with the Lord, who you are in Christ, and where the story is going, where your story is going, that's not something that can be touched. That's not something that's jeopardized by these other kinds of things. So at a simplest level, I guess it's a deeper sense of those things. Uh, Safety is something that can come and go uh, pretty easily, as we've seen. Security is something that really can't be touched because of the foundation that it has, because of the fact that it's rooted in Christ and in the promises that God has made us in Him. I see. So all throughout Scripture, of course, there is a lot of calamity, a lot of heartbreak, a a lot of terror, a lot of misfortune. Um, Does Scripture uh, guarantee that we're going to be safe? It doesn't. And sometimes people maybe pull portions of verses apart uh, or out of something that, that uh, they'll, they'll use to try to indicate that, but I don't think there's any way that you can look at the whole of Scripture and say, no, God's people have been exempt from, from warfare, from famine, from disease, from plague, from poverty, uh, from grief itself. There, there's no way. They're not exempt from any of these things. It was Jesus himself who said, no, in this world, you are going to have troubles. You will. And Peter, uh, when he was writing to the church in his first letter, said, you know, beloved, don't, don't be surprised when these trials come upon you as if something strange is happening to you. So there's an acknowledgement that, yes, this is it's a difficult world uh, to live in, and there's no place in there that uh, the people of God are promised some kind of unique safety that 
the rest of the world isn't. Josh, when we think about that, um, it puts us not on a higher footing than people who are yet to believe in Jesus, but we're all in the same place. I think maybe right. that's one of the mistakes that we make is thinking that we're somehow in some, I don't know, elevated special position. Christian with God. security yeah. bubble. Right. I think it's important to look seriously and soberly at the world around us and the status of our communities, but also at the same time, and this would be the distinction or there's the difference, I guess I would say, that, that, that we can say, no, there's, there's a bigger story that I know I am a part of, and I know where these things are headed, and I know the God who has made these promises to me in Christ. So yes, the circumstances facing me now are real. Uh, they're very real. I can't pretend that they're not in, in any time in world history. Um, and yet we know that they're not the final word on these things. So it allows us, I think, to begin to position ourselves to be a part of that bigger story. And then even as we're talking and interacting with others, it's not a, it's not a kind of blissful naivete as if we're just, you know, we close our eyes, we <laughs> tap our ruby slippers together and say, there's no place like heaven, there's no place like heaven. Right. We say, no, I, I'm, very, I'm very engaged in this world around me. Uh, and in fact, the, in fact, really the only reason I can be is because I know that, as Paul says, there's nothing that can possibly separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So with the pandemic that's taking place, uh, uh, safety measures, I'm going to social distance, I'm going to do my uh, wipes, uh, take care of surfaces, do all the right things so I'm safe. But even if calamity comes upon us or my family or whatnot, I am secure in the knowledge that Jesus Christ is with me and I'll be in heaven eternally with my Savior. Yeah, I think that's good, and and I don't want to imply that by saying we're not guaranteed safety that we shouldn't try to pursue it. Yeah. Sure. I don't mean I don't mean to suggest that. That's, I do think yeah. that we should. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, taking those kind of the all all the guidelines. I mean, please adhere to the things that you see out there. Uh, all the stuff that we've been inundated with about hand washing and social distancing and the other practices that you can take. Do that not only for your sake but for the sake of your neighbors. That's a way that you can love your neighbors. So yes, pursue those things. But if something if something in your world feels like it gets shattered, a sense of safety gets shattered, that does not mean that all hope is lost mm-hmm. or that somehow God is no longer good or that God is no longer sovereign. Uh, it, in fact, it drives us, I think, to find a comfort in something deeper than those things to say, um, okay, where, where ultimately is my sense of security coming from? And, and I would say that a humble uh, reliance uh, upon the sovereign security of God has always been the posture of the people of God. So it's not just, uh, I'm certainly pointing things in the New Testament there, and you can find even more. Um, I know Psalm 46 is one that I've, I've seen and heard it a lot in recent weeks. It's great. It's always been one of my favorite Psalms, mm-hmm. and, and the people are almost maybe rediscovering it in a way where read Psalm 46, and it says that the Lord is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. And the psalmist then talks about all the stuff that's good. Read that psalm. You hear all the stuff that's going on in the world. He says the earth gives way, the mountains are falling into the heart of the sea, nations rage, kingdoms totter. Um, it's, not, it's not a particularly calm or, mm-hmm. I would say, safe scenario that he's describing. And then he said God raises his voice and the earth melts, and he brings all the wars to a cease, and he, and he shatters the bow and the spear. And then the end of that psalm, a lot of people know well, is where it says, be still and know that I am God. Uh, I think a lot of people have always, well, sometimes you hear that presented as kind of a, a quiet invitation to 
personal devotions in the morning or something. Um, it's really not that. If you if you're if you're paying attention to the context of that psalm, that is a that is a divine command that issues above the chaos where God is really saying, "Knock it off." It's time for the world to acknowledge that I am God, and He says, "I will be exalted in this mm-hmm. world." Uh, so that's that's the God that we're anchored in in Christ, and and that gives us a deeper sense of things. Josh Brown is with us. He's the pastor of Belfield Evangelical Presbyterian Church in the Oakland District of Pittsburgh. Uh, Josh, something that I've taken a lot of comfort in are Old Testament stories. And this mm-hmm. has been the case in my life for the last couple of years. And I, the Old Testament is filled, like John said, with a lot of difficulty. And I'm not reading the stories because I, I'm really depressed and I want to like read a really terrible story. It's not that. It's that there's this over... Um, there's this overwhelming assurance when you read story after story after story that God is present, that he is working, that he loves his people throughout whatever calamity befalls them or whatever stupid thing they choose themselves to do. God's love is so constant. And it it only, maybe it only hits you after if you sit down and read a bunch of them in a row and you sit back and you say, wow. So the one constant in all those crazy stories with all those nutty people is the fact that God God loved them, and his purpose wasn't changed. Yeah, his purposes aren't going to be thwarted. They're not going to be derailed by anything that we do, and that's an important thing to remember. Um, I'm, I'm part of the Reformed tradition, and in the Reformed tradition, uh, we've always um, highlighted and, and, and given thanks for God's providence. And it's not as if we're the only tradition that really emphasizes that, but this idea of a God who is good and a God who is sovereign and a God who is working those things out in this world is something that um, is a wonderful truth. It was John Calvin who said that uh, an understanding of providence is the highest of blessings, and an ignorance of it is the chief of miseries. In other words, if you if you understand mm-hmm. that God is God, that God is sovereign, that He is working His purposes out in this world, though we not clearly understand them or be able to fathom them, um, there's there's no greater knowledge than that. And being unaware of that or thinking that's not true is he said the chief of miseries, because you think, well, what what is going on here, and sure. what is constant, and what is the grounds underneath any of this? Right. Pastor Josh, uh, what about, uh, for a lot of believers, a um, uh, an idea of a transactional exchange is taking place between us and God? Somebody on, on Facebook says um, that we believe that God owes us something, that we go to church every Sunday during the week, I tithe my gross, not my net, I sing every hymn, therefore bad things won't happen to me. God mm-hmm. never promised that. I mean, th- a lot of people do believe that there is this transaction takes place. Sure, sure, they do. Not just in the not just in the the kind of comfort levels of your life, but um, this idea of simply your your very relationship with the Lord in general is: if I check off all the boxes, then I'm going to be in a good standing with God. And the kind of corollary of that is, and God will then extend these blessings to me. And that is uh, that particular attitude is something that Jesus Himself addressed. I mean, Paul addresses that often in in all of his letters. Um, this sense of no, it's not this. Uh, not this transactional nature of things, but that God uh, extends His grace and His mercy to us solely out of His good pleasure. Um, and you hear, you know, Paul, Romans chapter 11, I guess, is an example where he's he's trying to get his mind around some of this, how it is that God had been working out His purposes through history. And you, you sense at the end of Romans 11 where Paul just stops because he realizes it's it's he can't get his head around it, and that's where he says, oh, the, the depths of the wealth and knowledge of God, how untraceable are his ways, how inscrutable are his judgments. And he says, to him be all glory and praise forever. So, uh, 
yeah, there, there's a time where we have to just say, I, I don't know that I can get my head fully around this, um, but these are the things that I know about God, that God is good, that God is sovereign. And that means a couple things. Um, uh, I think uh, an understanding that's really important is, uh, is to see that we are to simultaneously, especially in moments like this, I would say, to simultaneously rest in that knowledge while also rising to uh, the highest levels of activities to serve others in the name and for the sake of Jesus. So it's possible to try to do only one of those things uh, if we only just kind of sit back and say, well, this is all in God's hands, which it is, and we just cocoon ourselves inside, then we're missing the fact that this is an incredibly important time to reach out in love to our neighbors. On the other hand, on the other hand, if all we're doing is kind of exerting ourselves and thinking that, well, this all depends on me, then we don't have that sense of peace and comfort right. that the Lord provides. So it's both of those things, and I would say that it's even both of them at the same time. It's, yeah. not, a, it's not an oscillation between the two. Right. Pastor Josh Brown from Belfield Presbyterian Evangelical Church. Boy, that's a hard thing, Josh. We only have a couple minutes, maybe one minute yeah, left. But, but, <laughs> that, but that's something that I, I don't want to leave hanging because it's hard when we we do feel this overarching sense of responsibility and care for people around us and to perform our jobs mm-hmm. well and everything. And that can so easily, especially in my life, it bleeds over into this like overactive sense of yeah. I have to do everything. That's not healthy for me. It's certainly not no. healthy for anybody around me. But it's hard to find like the healthy middle place, because you also don't want to be a person that's just blowing everything off. Right. And going and hiding in the room. Yeah, it is hard to find that balance. We could talk about that for hours and I think not not really get to, uh, you know, kind of final word on any of that stuff. But but I think even just just pausing, uh, pausing and just reminding yourself of, of both of those truths as you go throughout your day. First, that God is God and God is sovereign. Therefore, I can rest in that, that his purposes are sure, that there is nothing that can jeopardize the love for, that, that he has for me in Christ, that's security. That, that, that is an, a sure thing that we are given in Christ. And at the same time, I am being called to reach out in love to my neighbor in ways that are sacrificial and self-giving. Um, and it's both of those things. Excellent. Hey, Pastor Josh, while you're with us, um, talk about this new age we're living in. Um, I, I, can, cool, I, I, can, I guess you're not making hospital visits. Of course, you're streaming like every other church. Uh, how's it working in your life? Yeah, uh, I am doing some hospital visits. I've done some this week. Uh, it's a little bit different, though. Certainly have to be wise and careful about that. Um, so even just checking in with folks um, over the phone and text is an important way to stay connected mm-hmm. with people. Yeah, like a lot of uh, really every church, we have moved uh, pretty much everything onto different online platforms. So we have different Bible studies and small groups that are meeting there, worship services that are available online. Um, we have a resource on our website that you can get to that can provide customized uh, daily Bible readings and small group studies and home worship resources. So we're, we're doing the same thing everybody's doing. We're trying to find ways that we can remain connected as the church and find opportunities to pray and worship throughout our week, even if we're not. Uh, it's a spiritual proximity and social distancing. <laughs> yeah. um, That's good. That's a good well, word. we're distant from you, Josh, but we still like you. Yeah. Yes, yes, we do. Well, I really appreciate you guys having me mm-hmm. on. Thanks. Our pleasure. Uh, Josh Brown, Belfield Evangelical Presbyterian Church. You can like people from a distance, John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe even better. <laughs> Maybe you can relate to this. A lot of people think they're stuck with their health plan. It costs too much or for whatever reason, they just don't like it. The great news, you are not stuck with it. There is a choice. It's called MediShare and you could save so much. The typical savings for a family, 
is 500 bucks a month. Major difference maker. This is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And just to give you a little more info about MediShare, it's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's worked beautifully for 26 years, has more than 400,000 members, and they've shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So yes, they could help share your needs too. So you're not stuck. There's an excellent alternative, whether you're single or married, you got a family. MediShare is super flexible. You can choose an option that works for you and start saving lots of money. You can join anytime. They're great to talk to. No pressure. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Solo tomates con tomate, con tortilla. Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say food, dial pound 250 and say food, dial pound 250 and say food or give online at wordfm.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Liquor Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Liquor Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Liquor Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The message, Liberty Mutual Insurance, customizes your coverage so you only pay for what you need, is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance, where you can customize your coverage so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight becoming partly cloudy, low 39. Tomorrow partly sunny with a milder afternoon, high 65. Tomorrow night, overcast and mild with a little rain late, low 49. Friday, a touch of rain in the morning. Otherwise, turning out mostly cloudy and mild. High Friday, 62. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. Would you give it a try? Thanks. I mean, you're not going to like it because you're very picky about pens, but you might, you might just at least. Oh, that is very nice. See, that's not bad. Do you no, think it's, that's it's bad? Clean. It's clean. Yeah, very, I like pretty. it. Yeah, it's kind of a hybrid. We're looking at pens mm-hmm. during the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Kath was uh, parsing through the really poor selection of pens. I had a terrible, awful selection of pens in here. It just shouldn't be. This is the pen of choice for me. This. This is a extra fine point mm-hmm. Sharpie, yeah. which uh, I hope to have with me for eternity. Now, 
I love it so John much. John is very picky about pens, as am I, so I appreciate that about you. However, I will tell the people that six months ago you decided you were done with Sharpies forever. Uh, so I this did. is making me think that your commitments are... Here's the problem. It was probably just laziness on my part. You know, because the Sharpie is so... Um, uh, it can be messy. Yes. So when it breaks, it's always catastrophic. So what I've done was I have enough of them around that when I see like this... Oh, is that starting to happen? It and is. You need that. Okay, so so you need get to- it out of the way. Because I can't tell you any number of pants or shirts where right. you know all of a sudden it's bled through. Mm-hmm. But just the day-to-day workhorse, boom. I okay. love the Sharpie. I enjoy a Sharpie, but it bleeds over too much into the wrong side of the paper, and that frustrates me. I get me. that. So you just got to take a precaution on okay. that. Okay. Anyway, I'm, if anyone's curious, I'm using the uh, Pilot V7. I mean, who is I told John this could either be an automobile or it could be a new pen, because I know everyone's thinking, boy, what pen is yeah. Kathy using? If anyone's curious, no yeah. one's curious. No, no one cares. No one, no one ever <laughs> even spent one iota of their life caring about what you and pen I. you were using. It's one of those moments Whatever. where you're just going, well, this anyway, is getting back to All me. Right. Good news or bad news? Which do you want first? Uh, I'll take good news, please. All right. Good news first. The mm-hmm. good news is, according to the Wall Street Journal, the Dow soars 11% Boom. best day in 87 years. Nice. Okay. First back-to-back gains since February. People, let's rejoice where we see good I, news happen. Can is, we do that? Listen, I'm not, yes. I can't pay too close of attention. Can you? No. Of course not. No. Do you want to delve no. into the no. minutia of mm-hmm. all of that? No. Mm-hmm. I see a headline. I say, oh, I'm okay with that. I have not looked at my 401k once. Right, right. Uh, I mean, I have in life, but I mean since since that time. Since this whole thing started. 1987, I was living in New York, and a friend of mine, uh, a neighbor of mine, worked on Wall Street. Okay. Black Friday of 1987, the stock market crash. If you were alive during that time, it was was shocking, seriously. Mm -hmm. This guy was near suicidal. When I saw someone like that in great despair over losing a lot of money, I thought, that's not going to be me. I'm not going to go there. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, people, I, you, of course you worry about your retirement right, funding right, and things right. like that. Of course you should. But the but, nuts and bolts of it? Oh, it's really scary. Oh, my gosh. Yep. All right. So, you, well, that was the good news. Okay, but then good. you started talking about that. Okay. Well, so here's the bad news. Uh, this is about the Olympics. We just didn't talk about it yesterday. This is a uh, press release that came from the uh, International Olympic Committee yesterday. Yep. And, of course, they said in the present circumstances, based on the info provided by the World Health Organization, the IOC president and prime minister have Prime Minister of Japan have concluded that the games of the whatever all the that would be 32 the 32nd Olympiad in Tokyo must be rescheduled to a date beyond 2020 but not later than summer 2021 mm-hmm. to safeguard the health of the athletes okay now this was a little bit of an interesting part that I didn't know about the leaders agreed that the Olympic Games in Tokyo could stand as a beacon of hope to the world during these troubled times and that the Olympic flame could become the light at the end of the tunnel in which the world finds itself at present. Therefore, it was agreed the Olympic flame will stay in Japan. Okay, good. Well, where else are we going to go? Oh, I don't know. I mean, no. it could be roaming around no, until no, no. it's over. When you think of the Olympic flame, what image comes to mind? Do you have any, do you have any image at all that comes to mind? Like you know, think about that. Uh, when I think of the Olympic flame uh, right now, I think of Muhammad Ali. That's take- exactly, exactly. No! Yes, that's the image. That's what. I, yeah, of Ali standing. Yep. I don't know what image that was. Or what, yeah, what, I don't know what. what I'm what not sure where that. But LA? Ali, you know, shaking with his Parkinson's. No, it wasn't Atlanta. Yeah, and you know, lighting that thing and standing there. I mean, boom! That was an image for a generation. That was. 
That's super cool. I really, really love that. Yeah. Good call on that. Yeah. All right, coming up next, our friend Ann Kennedy will be with us. Uh, she's the mom of six kids, and three of them have been very ill with what I believe is the virus. We're going to talk to her coming up next about what her life has been like and what the recovery of her kids looks like. That's coming up next on today's Ride Home. Okay, bye, Sophie Sharpie. We'll be happy. 101.5 WORD. Everywhere we're going these days, it's what everyone is talking about. COVID-19, the coronavirus. This is Bob Lapine from Family Life Today. And on the next edition of our program, it's what we'll be talking about, too. How do we lead our families and how do we respond in faith and with wisdom to the fears and anxieties we're experiencing in our world? Join us for Family Life Today. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. Do you currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years' experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800-741-5929. We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. Spending more time inside? J&E Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&E has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. This Lenten season, Bistro to Go is breaking with tradition to keep tradition alive. For the first time ever, Bistro to Go on the north side has fried something. Crispy, flaky, tasty white fish fried a perfect golden brown just for you and your family. Get four for 44 that's four portions of fish fried or baked, plus mac and cheese and coleslaw for just 44 bucks. Order an hour ahead and Bistro to Go will have it hot and ready for curbside pickup straight to your trunk. Feed a family of four for 44 with BistroingCompany.com. And Kennedy's back with us. Anne's a regular guest on our show. She is the author of Nailed It, 365 Sarcastic Devotionals for Angry and Worn-Out People. She blogs every day at PreventingGrace.com. Anne, how are you holding up? How are things? Oh, we're alive, so that's great. That is great. great. We're really happy about it. Now, Anne, three of your kids got sick. Is that right? Yes, we had, um, we had three kids get sick last week in a uh, stressful way 
Um, and we are not supposed to have it much in our, we're not supposed to have coronavirus much in our um, area, but they had um, a lot of the symptoms of that. And um, so we just hung tight because we're not in a high risk group and our doctor did not want us to go near um, any healthcare facilities if we didn't really need to. So um, we're officially quarantined and for another 10 days or so. Um, Yeah. Okay. So talk exciting. Yeah. So first off, how are they doing? They're doing great. They, um, they are doing really well. They, and tell me, tell me how old they are. Oh, it was the, let's see, the oldest one, 17, and then the 15 year old, and then the littlest one, the nine year old. Okay. All got it. So. Okay. And what waiting? Okay. So we're, we're thrilled that they're doing so much better. (laughs) Uh, talk about how, what it was like when they got sick. How how were they sick? And for those of us who haven't seen this virus yet, what what might we expect? Well, they had a high fever, and um, it felt they said it felt like chest pressure, and then they did develop a cough, um, so sort of a dry cough. Um, and I think if we hadn't thought about it, we would have just said flu, and done regular flu things, fluids, and uh, a lot of rest. Um, the fever was kind of uh, higher than you know we're used to, um, and they, yeah, they were really wiped out. Um, my my kids are really basically very healthy, so they themselves were surprised to be feeling so awful. Um, and then I have had one child who had whooping cough, and she said that, that she measures everything against whooping cough, and mm. she said this cough felt like that. It was okay. kind of that, that feeling of not being able to breathe. Right. So in the midst of all that, and I mean, three children down at one time, um, your prayer life increased uh, uh, deeply, did it not? Oh, well, I mean, it should have. I should totally have been praying all the time, but um, I just thought I can't do that right now. So I'm just going to keep filling people's water bottles, and I asked everybody else to pray because I was too stressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in my my church and family did that for me um it, it just it was interesting to watch the whole world start to shut down and it was made it was compounded because my parents live internationally and they were trying to come home um in the middle as things were shutting down and they did get back to the states uh but i had my anxiety divided between them and between my kids so mm-hmm. it was a it was a tough week and i'm glad it's really glad it's over yeah i bet you are now, um, since you're in quarantine, Anne, because of your kids being sick, uh, talk about, you know, being on the other side of the infection has to be a really good feeling, not just that your kids have recovered and are recovering as well as they are, but just that kind of the unknown has presented itself and to you it's known. Yeah, I think it. it's not, um, if this is really what it is, and we, we do not have testing here, so it's really frustrating. But um, it is, I think, for people who are fit and young, it's a, you know, a really bad um, flu, mm-hmm. um, and that that's okay. But I would say, yeah. So that that is really nice to know that right. if you're if you're healthy, it's not a really a big deal. Right. And I've read a lot that we're all expected eventually to get it. Um, we just don't all want to get it at the same time. So. Um, yeah, it's a thing that we can and we can handle. We we also managed so far. We have six children, 
the three other ones and myself have not been sick. Um, we we have been trying to be really careful, but we are. I mean, we're still waiting to see if somebody else falls ill. But we managed to keep them away from each other, and that was pretty epic. I bet so, it was. <laughs> so, in, you, you, pretty you're, happy. You're living in upstate New York, right? Yes. Okay. Binghamton. So New York City, of course, is one of the, the hot centers of uh, the coronavirus. How the heck did that reach from, you know, New York uh, City to upstate New York? You're a few hours away. What, what do you think? Can you trace anything of interaction back? I I mean, we don't go anywhere either. Um, so we, we are really just in our house and at church. We did go. Um, we were out a little bit. We went ice skating and to the library and grocery shopping and stuff. Um, and, I mean, we also have a, a pretty high frequency between us and New York City. Um, we have several buses a day that go back and forth. So, it's uh, you know, if it was, I you know, I don't think that, I think they've been pretty clear that they didn't know that it, what it has been in America longer than, mm. you know, that we've been able to, to actually trace. But, mm. no, we didn't. We didn't go anywhere exciting. We didn't go. To, we should have gone to New York City. You really should, you should have lived it up if you knew you were all going to get yeah. sick like this. If we were going to get it, we should have gone there. Yeah. But no, I. Um, yeah, and it is. It's ramping up here. Um, so our our healthcare system is gearing up for a um, you know a little bit of a fight. Yeah. yeah. So when you say ramping up, so in your in your area, you know other people who have had the illness. Well, I mean the number of tested cases are going up where we are and everything is shut down. Um, but they're not letting, we're not able to get testing here the way that everybody would like. Mm. So um, there was another family in our church that had all these same symptoms that they, like us, were warned to stay away from the doctor. So that's what we all did. Um, and then there's also bad colds going around. So I think stuff gets mixed up together and, um, yeah, they just they don't want us to come in until, you know, they're expecting that it's going to that more cases will come here more quickly than they'd like. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when I read that your kids were sick, you know, I prayed for you. I prayed for them. I'm so happy to see that they're kind of coming out. Uh, I don't want to say they're completely, you know, on the other side of it, but certainly much more so uh, than last we talked Talk about your experience as a caregiver. Were you freaking out? Were you super calm? Were you like unbelievably godly throughout the whole thing? <laughs> well, I was so godly. I mean, I always I am. knew it. Um, so that just held steady. And <laughs> what was so great for me actually is that our doctor, I the doctor kept calling me just I think to make sure I didn't leave the house. Um, and he kept saying, "You just keep doing your mom thing." And he doesn't know that I am not the medical person. Like, Matt takes temperatures. He delivers medicine. He mm. touches the children. He doesn't um, – uh, I don't do blood. I don't do the emergency room. I don't do Band-Aids. Like, if you get sick or hurt, you better go to your dad. Otherwise, you're probably going to die. Mm. So, uh, so I should have been more worried about I Matt than you. Have, I know. Everybody should have been, like – but he, he gloved up and, like – um, so, well, I did take over because he has to have, have to do church. I did take over, like I delivered all the food and I, um, I stepped into the breach, but it was very out of character for me. Um, and I cooked, I, wow. get this, 
I cooked like three meals a day for over a week. Who are you? I know. I just wanted, like, I just wanted people to know that I did that. I, and I wanted, and I wanted everyone again. to know that you did that because I'm just so shocked and proud. Okay, so and so what they, yes. what you said was that because your th- three children got it, that at some point you're expected to get it as well. Well, I mean, I'm really hoping not, but um, yeah, it, it it it's a two week. It can have a two week incubation time, so mm. um, we're not out of that yet. We could still all get it and uh i kept like i i peek at them through the door so they wouldn't cough on me but i mean who knows i've been cleaning desperately and cloroxing everything but we'll see (laughs) we have we have a whole week to go okay so stay tuned we're excited oh and yeah (laughs) well we love your writing and writes every single day except did you write every single day when your kids were that sick I missed a day. I actually did miss a day. I was so tired one day, and I was so stressed. I just didn't even write. I can't even believe that. that. We're really we're gonna we're gonna change your slot on the show. We're gonna move you to every other month because that's just (laughs) you've really fallen down on the job. And stay safe. I mean, yeah, stay safe. Thank you. Seriously, praying for you Thank and your you. family. Yeah. We love you guys. You were just so excellent. Preventinggrace.com. Uh, just really, Ann Kennedy, really just uh, interesting and funny. Oh, and she's everything. She's really super sweet and quirky. Mm-hmm. I just love her so much. So we could. Grace. She and I might have been separated at birth. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's a link there. I there feel is it. a link. I, I really do know. There's a link. Take a break. Uh, come back. Uh, what do we got? Oh. Yeah, we're going to talk about heroes and the coronavirus heroes. era. Wait till you hear some of these stories. It's going to make you happy these to be people alive. people on the front lines. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free? You can with SelectQuote. For example, George is 39. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985... We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, we're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, Giza Dream Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza Pillowcase, Bolster Pillows, and Neck Pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0955. Be sure to use promo code WORD. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with a global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country. Hey, this is Laura Story. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? 
After you prepare your heart with worship led by Michael O'Brien and myself, Alistair Begg will be sharing from God's Word, and together we will renew our vision, purpose, and connection with Christ. We'll let Scripture steer our hearts as we explore God's eternal truths together. Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. College, career path. These are major decisions high school students face. Help your child go from anxious and overwhelmed to confident and clear about the future with help from experienced career coach Emily Milius. Visit launchconsulting.io to learn more. Yesterday, the Wall Street Journal published a really important article called The New Frontline Coronavirus Workers. And there's not going to be enough time in this segment for me to tell you about all of them, so I, I kind of want to take it over a, a couple days. Sure. But this is a piece written by Valerie Bowerlein, uh, Jennifer Levitz, and Alejandro Laza, and they have done such a terrific job. Let me tell you about some of these people. Are you ready, John? Yeah. A woman by the name of Joyce Babineau wakes up at 5.30 a.m. and packs a lunch and a half sandwich and a piece of fruit. She puts on her stop-and-shop windbreaker and grabs a box of 100 rubber gloves. Okay. She's worked at Stop and Shop for two decades, and normally she's in charge of making sure that merchandise at the grocery store rings up properly at the register. But in this crisis, she said, everybody does everything, from stocking shelves to bagging groceries. The supermarket chain has bumped the hourly pay of current union workers, including her, by 10%, and they're offering her paid sick time if she has to self-quarantine. So that's great news. She says she's accustomed to New Englanders rushing to the store for milk and bread before blizzards. But panicked shoppers these days are different, she said. On a recent day, an elderly couple stared glumly at a shelf bare of toilet paper. The woman seemed on the verge of tears. I'm scared, she said. So Joyce Babineau marched toward another shopper with two loaded shopping carts and told the woman, give up one of your packages of toilet paper. There's an elderly couple over there who needs it. So the woman argued, but finally gave in. Ms. Babineau took the roll of to- or the packet of toilet paper, took toilet it to paper. the elderly couple, and said, you go up there and you pay for it before someone takes it away from you. <laughs> then she says she went in the break room and cried. Oh, my gosh. She said, you wouldn't think working in a grocery store would be this Make emotional, but it is. She yeah. said, it is that. And then, God bless her, she's worried about her young grandson. She visits the boy far less than she would like because she's afraid to pass him the virus. Her husband of nearly 40 years is at risk at home. He's 76 years old. He has chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. And she's thinking the whole time, what if I bring it home? So she works for nine hours. She gets home. She throws her clothes in the washing machine and takes a shower before she even says hi to her husband. Oh, my gosh. God bless her. Okay, that's a woman working at a grocery you store that, and people right. like that are working at your giant eagle or your coons or your shop, shop and sa- save or everywhere. your rite aid or whatever it is right now oh my gosh all right do i have time to tell you about this yeah, sure. dennis ahead. smith he's a 30-year veteran of the massachusetts bay transportation authority and he stays motivated by looking at the faces of his subway passengers that are boarding boston's blue line mm. many of them are wearing janitor uniforms or nursing aid scrubs He says, every time I look at one of those people, I think they have a job as essential as mine, both to the public and to keeping up with their own households. Subway ridership is way down 
There were fewer trains running, um, as we can all imagine. There's a picture of him here, which is terrific. His train smells strongly of disinfectant. It reminds riders about the risks that they take. He says, quote, if someone on the train is sneezing, I know it could be coming on me. But what can you do? I'll keep coming in until they tell me not to. Keep coming in. Keep showing up, right? What can you do? Doing his job that he knows is essential. How, there are millions there of people There are so many like more in this right article. Now. I can't wait to tell you about them. Some of them, they're going to make you cry. Yeah. These are regular people just showing up and doing it even when they're scared. Right. I mean, when all this is over, you think about the front lines of the medical workers, all that. The people driving your Pat bus. I mean, you know, the, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Oh, my all gosh. That, yep. Everybody gets a slice of that because this is America at its best to keep things moving forward. Mm-hmm. Take a break. Come back. we got lots more. Head. Stick around. It's the ride home here on Word FM, WPIT Radio. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The White House and Senate leaders announced agreement on an unparalleled $2 trillion emergency bill to rush aid to businesses, workers, and a healthcare system slammed by the coronavirus pandemic. It's the largest economic rescue bill in history. Debate on that measure is continuing in the Senate. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says the number of people hospitalized with COVID-19 in the state has now climbed to 3,800. In Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis has issued an executive order requiring anyone arriving on a flight from New York City or New Jersey to quarantine themselves for two weeks. Florida-based grocery chain Publix says it will begin installing plexiglass barriers at the cash registers to protect its workers and customers from the coronavirus. Stocks closing mix, the Dow gained 495 points. The Nasdaq was off 33. This is SRN News. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months. Feeds a family of four, food for a year, and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say food. Dial pound 250 and say food. Dial pound 250 and say food. Or give online at wordfm.com. Don't you love that feeling when you just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you. So you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. 
Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. From the moment you met, it's as if you were custom made for each other. Why should your jewelry be any different? Trinity Jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships, from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination. Trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story. See how at trinityjewelers.com. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code half off. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code code half off tonight becoming partly cloudy low 39 tomorrow partly sunny with a milder afternoon high 65 tomorrow night overcast and mild with a little rain late low 49 friday a touch of rain in the morning otherwise turning out mostly cloudy and mild high friday 62 with your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Long for the uh, 5 o'clock edition of The Ride Home. I don't know why this is, but uh, as part of our ritual of being uh, on the air, we feel compelled to put this Purell on our hands. That's disgusting. I hate it. Isn't it? I hate the smell of it. I hate the feel of it. I hate how it makes my hands feel. It smells kind of funky. Isn't it nasty? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're very grateful for it Yeah. because a lot of people would like to have it and can't find it. That's our only bottle. So we, you know, we can't get too fancy. Okay, things. so it, we we can't have this uh, thing go on for too long because really this is this is the extent of our protection. That's it. Yeah, and Mike's got uh, he's got his. Clorox. What do you got in there? Oh, Mike's got Clorox. His... Where'd you get oh. that? Where'd you get that big thing? Of Clor- he's had that. Don't worry for... about it. He's. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cold. That's cold. I'd be like laying in the hallway. I'll be like, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's rough, man. All right, so it makes me think how. Like, how are you cleaning your house? How are or, you cleaning I your mean, house? I know how we're cleaning our workspace. We could talk about that in a bit. But how? what are you doing at home? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we're old. <laughs> That's what we know. What, this is what Mike's doing at home. He's, right, he's doing the wipes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, whenever this happened, whenever we knew this was coming on, I went out and I bought like uh, four industrial size containers of the Clorox wipes. Oh, okay. It was gigantic. That was very smart. I think it's like a thousand whatever. That was very know? smart. So, really, I'm, I'm literally like, you know. Maybe like halfway through my first one. Okay. So I'm just going around. Whenever I, before I get out, when we leave here, I wash my hands in the men's room. Then when I get in the car, you know, I, I'm always a little worried about residual and leftover. And I, I, I walk out with him and I wear one glove. Right. That I use to press the button, the oh, thank you for elevator it. button. And, you know, should not be going down the elevator. Listen. Mike. You should not. No, get on Listen, that I know people are talking about the fact that the virus can stay, you know, in in the air. It's going to stay in the air of a stairwell as much as it's going to stay in the yeah, air Mike. of an elevator, Mike. Plus, you could trip and fall. Just want to say exactly. And so be careful. when this show is over, Mike, Boom. I don't know if you're aware Boom. of this or not. Don't worry about it. Wait. When, when, <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't worry about it, Mike. Don't worry about Boom. it. No, Boom. I want to highlight the fact, Mike, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but when this show is over, yeah. I'm very tired. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so. Vi- yeah. I you're going think... down the steps, though. You're not going up the steps. So. You're right. Yeah. It's not as bad. I and just can't bear another thing. So anyway, so the virus is supposed to stick around for hours on end, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to wipe it, you know. And at our house, we're just using the wipes. Okay. Wipe, wipe, wipe. Wipe okay. the doorknobs, wipe the countertops, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the bathroom, you're using soap and water. Right. That's all we want to do. Yes. What I'm worried about, though, is occasionally, now one of my kids has been like Mr. Tennis Shoes Reseller USA. So regularly. You mean he has an eBay business. He does, yeah. That's a translation for regular people. <laughs> right. So it, regularly, the UPS guys show up at our house or the FedEx guys show up with cardboard boxes. Do you know the virus can live on cardboard boxes for up to 24 hours? Stop it. 24 stop hours. It, stop it. Stop it. Yes. Stop uh-huh. it. So says the, the laboratory. Last thing I to know. Laboratory of Virology and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. It can live. Up to 24 hours. Now, they're saying this has not been peer-reviewed, right? But they're in so, their, wait, so some guy just decided no, it? No, no. In their laboratories, okay. in their laboratories, this is how it's worked. Okay. They haven't gone out to other laboratories. But they're All saying, right. so when you get packages in the mail or you just touch your mail, 24 hours. If the mailman has it or if somebody, you know, shipping the package from Wichita finds oh. its way to a FedEx facility or UPS facility, so you have to sanitize the package. I mean, I, for me, I'm going to open the package, see what's in there. Oh, then after that, wash my hands. Makes sense, does it not? It's too much to bear. No, it's fine. I just all the steps. You know, I'm going to forget one. I'm going to be the one who's going to get sick out of the three of us because I forgot to wash my hands after a thing. Like I brought my Amazon package in and forgot to wash my hands. Mm. And then they're going to say, how did Kathy get it? And then Mike's going to say, well, she always said that she would forget to wash her hands <laughs> no. after she got her Amazon package. You know package. what he'd say? Don't worry about it. That's what Mike. Don't worry about Mr. it. Mr. Empathy. Deep all compassion. All right. So it. you have this USA Today thing about how to clean your house. Yeah. Is there anything on there that we don't know about? Is there uh, like new news or... What if I don't have cleaning sprays or wipes? Yeah, Walk. that's a good. That's a very good thing because here's the thing: I don't have any any Clorox wipes. You don't? No, because they weren't. They were all gone. You okay. have baking soda. I have baking soda. Okay, there you go. Look, you know what your mom would do before there was Clorox wipes. Our mom all did the same thing, right? Well, I'm saying, what is USA soapy Today telling water, us? Soapy water. Okay. Soapy water should do a trick. A few drops of dish soap to eight ounces of water. Although soap and water will not kill all germs. Scrubbing with soapy water should be effective in removing the coronavirus and other germs from surfaces. Okay. What about high-touch surfaces? Dry them, put, put, you know, uh, wipe them down, then dry them, put, put things away. That's it. That's what they're saying. Okay. Get your rags out. It's like what your mom would do. I did a bleach. I Listen, I was going to say I did this, and then I realized that I had not done it. My husband had done it, oh. and then I should probably stop lying here on you know the broadcast airwaves. I did this. My husband... Did like a bleach solution and put it in like eight different spray bottles. Oh, that's smart. He cut it. So what's he's walking around spritzing? He's he's handling all the doorknobs. He's doing all the thing. You know. Yeah. He's on it. I feel good about marrying. My him. wife did the same thing, but not with bleach. She used thieves. Thieves. Oh, yes. What is that? An essential oil? Mm-hmm. It's an essential oil. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, it's supposed to be better than uh, what? Don't make that face. Mm-hmm. What? Essential oil. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh-huh. It works. <laughs> 
Come on. John, essential oils. John hasn't achieved that level of awareness of essential mm-hmm. oils, Mike, that no, no. he needs to. You have. Listen. Save your life. I can't imagine my mom or my grandma using essential oil. They would be like using uh, Lysol right. or Mr. Clean you know, or Spick and okay, Span. Listen, he, well, here's a cleaning thing. When I say it, I bet you're going to remember the smell instantly, mm. and you very rarely smell it anymore. Mm. Pine salt. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course you do. Do you remember yeah, 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 the yeah, pine sure. salt? Oh, yeah. That's, Listen, they still sell pine salt. Yeah, but people don't use it nearly as much. I mean, that used to be when you'd walk into a school, mm-hmm. a school would smell like pine salt. I don't smell that anymore. Right. Do you remember your, do you remember your grade school janitor? Mr. Paul was our no, grade school I don't janitor. Remember our grade school I mean, these these grades. I remember janitors. what my grade school bathrooms smelled like. Me too. Though. They, like, the, whatever whatever this cleaning was, the cleaning heavy thing was. Duty I remember stuff, that right? smell. So if your house smelled like that, my guess is if you went to Giant Eagle right now, they probably would have Lysol or Pine Sol mm-hmm. or Spick and Span. Mm-hmm. You know, the old school stuff. Mm-hmm. People kind of go, no, no, I'm too shishi for that. Right. Exactly. Right. The Murphy's oil soap. The, I have Murphy's oil soap. Is that going to do anything for the coronavirus? Don't worry about it. It works fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. All right. I'm excited to okay. find out more about Murphy's oil soap. What's next? Coming up next, Dr. Kurt Thompson, psychiatrist in private practice from Falls Church of Virginia, is going to join us. He's going to talk about love and lament. He has some terrific advice for this era. That's next on today's Ride Home. WORD gives you the chance to show an act of kindness that could pay off for you, too. Just a little more kindness. Enter the Kindness Challenge for the chance to win $5,000 for you and $5,000 for a worthy organization. Just a lot more kindness, I think. Enter once each day through the end of April. Get bonus entries for completing individual acts of kindness, plus lots of other ways to increase your chances of winning. Be kind to others and to yourself. Be a little more kind to each other. Enter the Kindness Challenge now at wordfm.com slash kindness. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now, listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Welcome to Burger Palace. What would you like today? Yes. I'd like to tell you that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. This is Burger Palace. Do you want any food? Yes. uh, One Palace Party Meal. No, Limu, they won't put insects on a burger. No, you can't talk to the manager. Liberty, 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 liberty. Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. 
Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. You invest in things that are important to you. Whether it's your home, your car, or your mattress, you want to know that you are getting the best product at a fair price that will meet or exceed your needs. At the Original Mattress Factory, our factory direct model and knowledgeable sales staff are here to help. We'll walk you through the process and ensure that you get a high-quality product at a price that works for you. Visit OriginalMattress.com or a store near you to see the OMF difference for yourself. Dr. Kurt Thompson is back with us. Dr. Thompson is a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia. He is also the author of The Soul of Shame, Retelling the Stories we believe about ourselves. Kurt, welcome back. Uh, how are you through this weird area? Well, uh, John, it, uh, weird is a, is a, I think it's a proper word to use. Yes. We're, we're tossing that word around a lot yeah. uh, these days. And um, uh, I find that, um, you know, we, even in our practice, uh, though everybody is now for the most part uh, moved to an online platform for meeting with people, um, you know, two things I think that, that are standing out. One is that uh, people are feeling the sense of isolation really pretty sharply. Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, I think that they are also really grateful for the opportunity to be connecting online when they can and to talk explicitly about how hard it is to be separated. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a couple things that we're finding. Yeah. Kurt, we've just started live streaming our show on Facebook. And uh, listeners, if you haven't found us yet on Facebook and you want to watch the show, just look for 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy and you can watch the show. But I think that's one of the things I've noticed over the last couple weeks is that I think people are looking forward to just being able to connect, not just with John and I, but with other people who watch and listen to the show. And that probably, you know, is different than it would have been three or six months ago when we started. Um, because we have we have anxieties that are different now. You write in this very excellent piece you wrote called Love and Lament in March Madness that this type of virus that we're fighting right now is not just causing anxiety, Kurt, it's revealing it in us. Right. I think, you know, one of the things that um, our, our life of affluence, uh, not, certainly not for everybody, but for many of us, our, our life that in, in which most of us get through most of our days without worrying about whether or not we're going to have food to eat or a place to put our head, um, we've become, um, you know, prone to doing all kinds of things that enable us to kind of walk through life pretty anesthetized, mm-hmm. pretty unaware of the depth to which we actually need to be connected. And it's only when we are forced into situations in which um, our brains have to wake up but have been for such a long time been um, kind of atrophying in terms of our personal connection with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly, it's like, uh, you know, you haven't been asked to do any work of any kind physically, and then all at once you're given 50 pounds to have to pick up and carry for 10 miles. And you realize, gosh, I can't even pick up 10 pounds, let alone 50 pounds, mm-hmm. because I haven't been in the gym in forever. And uh, so I think that what we're finding is that um, when people do have opportunities for being connected, uh, they really are taking advantage of them, but at the same time, recognizing that you know, some of their relational musculature um, uh, 
you know, is going to require some practice getting uh, back into shape. Right. So this back in shape, I think a lot of it for us uh, people, we've been, it's kind of weird. Uh, Most people live in a bubble of fear that we distrust the stranger. We won't open up, you know, socially to people because we're too inward on ourselves, so to speak. So it's kind of like a a, a weird dichotomy in that we live in a fearful world. But right now, surrounded by all this fear, we are called to be to shed that fear so we can connect with others. Exactly. And I think it, it, you know, you're putting your finger right on the um, irony of kind of where, where we're living. I think uh, one of the things that we're discovering uh, in, our, in our practice, we do a lot of group work, it, you know, what we, what we call the development of confessional communities. The groups are six to eight people who are coming together to tell the truth about their stories. And, you know, for many of them, they've spent the last many, many months uh, being connected once a week in really deep and intimate ways, and suddenly they're having to move to a platform or to a way that was going to feel, to your word, John, it's going to feel weird, it's going to feel odd to be suddenly talking to each other over a computer. But one of the things that we discovered was, uh, as much as there is some getting used to that platform, one thing that was uh, undoubted was that in every single one of these groups that were running, people were really uh, thrilled to have the opportunity to be back in touch with each other, mm-hmm. especially since each of them are going off into some place of disconnection, you know, to their home, either with their family or living alone, and not having any kind of regular rhythm and hum of connecting with people. I think that the other thing that we find is that, whether we know it or not, um, we human creatures flourish and thrive just by virtue of having mere physical contact with the, with each other. Mm-hmm. And by that, I don't just even mean handshakes or hugs. I mean walking into a grocery store, walking into like a bank, a post people. office. Sure. Exactly. Our son, who lives in a large city on the East Coast that is now just kind of absent of lots of traffic and people that it usually uh, is, is, is usually present there, you know, he's, he describes, again, how weird it feels to um, not be able to sense and feel the presence of others just by their very uh, physical presence in the space in the room. We all know what it's like to have, at least I know that with my wife, like sometimes I love to um, be in the same room with her where she and I are both reading something separately, but we're just there with each other. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that this is doing also is that it is waking us up to the importance and significance of the value of just the presence of our neighbors. Um, so to your point about fear, I've heard some stories of folks who are, you know, they're going to go for walks in their neighborhood, and, and they've had some experiences in which, of course, people are, you know, keeping their distance, but eager to say hello to one another, say hello, people that you would never say hello to because you don't even know who they are, and other people who, in their fear, um, are simply not speaking to people. And so I think this, this, as you are, as you rightly saying, this virus, as it is revealing our anxiety, is also revealing um, who we are going to be in terms of how we respond to it. Yeah. Okay, so... That brings me to something I've been thinking a lot about over the last couple of days. And you address in your piece here, Kurt, especially on social media, but I've heard about it a lot. Um, in fact, I was in line last night at the grocery store and there were two people behind me who were having a conversation like this. 
People easily slip into the complaining mindset about what people in authority are either doing or not doing. And there's this fear that gets amped up by one person saying, well, you know, this person doesn't know what they're doing. And they, yeah, well, that person doesn't know what they're doing either. And you know what they told me? And then it just goes crazy. By the end of the conversation, the two people behind me, they were so divorced from what was actually true because they had just been telling each other all the... And I'm sure they were way more anxious when they left the store than when they came in. Exactly. Well, I mean, this is, this is a common... Um, it, it, is, it is a common human uh, phenomenon mm. that we... we it, it, is, it is easier when, when I am um, left to my own devices... Uh, I become more anxious, and when I become more anxious, I pay attention to things that are more frightening. And so if I'm with a person and we then begin to actively, collectively, together, pay more attention to that which makes me anxious, which, of course, I, you know, I can list the things I can complain about, um, I will then tend to activate my anxiety, which tends to, even in that conversation, drive me further into complaint, which... Mm. only snowballs. One of the things that I tried to do in the piece was to emphasize that, you know, there is a difference between complaining and lamenting. There is a difference between um, criticizing, which, as we say in the business, and my, my friend Chuck DeGroat, who is a psychologist oh, yeah. from he Michigan. He was just on our show the other day. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Chuck talks about this notion of how these kinds of conversations traumatize our brain. Yeah. Right. They, they we enter into traumatizing conversations with people by actively enabling each other's anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's different. That is different than our talking about each other. In other words, I can talk about my experience, and for me to say, "Gosh," and this is actually true, I'm really sad because my daughter, who was to be married on May 9th, like that's not happening. No. And. There are a lot of things that we're all going to lose that we are sad about and that are hard. For me to say that to you and for you to respond as you just did, that is lament. That is sadness. That is what enables me to feel felt and to know that I'm not by myself. But in addition to this, just as we find models for this in Scripture, we need to lament. We need, we need to grieve together as a community in order for us then to turn our attention to this larger truth of who we are as a family of faith, that our grief, as important as it is, Good Friday has to happen. But as important as that is, we must also then turn our attention to what are we grateful for? What do the scriptures tell us is really true beyond the veil of this oncoming virus? And those kinds of things that are equally important for us then to move from grief from lament into hope, not into optimism, not into, oh, this is going to be great, not into being Pollyanna about this, but into real hope that is grounded, not in all the things that I can do, because I certainly, like, I'm pretty limited. Mm -hmm. But what I can do is that I can do the things that can enable and enlarge my trust in Jesus, and one of the ways that I do that is by staying in touch with other people of faith. Amen to that. Dr. Kirk Thompson is with us. He is a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia. Uh, he's written a piece called Love and Lament in March Madness. So, Kurt, uh, as you're right, in this time of discontentment or disconnection and fear, what are some of those things, you know, the basic things as a psychiatrist that you talk about that would drive us together in a non-fearful way? 
I think that you know there there are a handful of things that we can that, that I think that we can do. Some of which, quite frankly, are are very simple, but they're hard to do because, as I said, we're you know our musculature is pretty atrophied. Um, one just has to do with basic kind of physical function. So one would be um, make sure that we get good sleep. As odd as it sounds, like we start with the body. Mm-hmm. We make sure that we get good sleep, and we do that by making sure that we turn off all of our devices at least an hour before we go to bed. That's number one. Number two, make sure that we're getting good physical exercise. And by this, we're, nobody's going to the gym now. But what do I mean? I mean, like, go for at least two or three five- to ten-minute walks every day in your neighborhood. Two to three. Brief, frequent physical activity is, is, a, is a way for the body to move, which gives my brain the sense that I actually have agency. I can move. Anxiety is all about my not having agency, being powerless unable to move. So physical exercise is important. Eating habits. It's important for us to eat three meals a day and healthy snacks in between. Yeah, like it is so easy for me in being in my house to just graze all day. Right, right. I like I fully like I have to watch like the, who's not going to be putting on weight over the course of this oh time. Because, right, because oh, we yeah. had this opportunity to do this. Right. And so that is a discipline. So those three things. So sleeping, exercise, and food. Another thing is it's really important for our listeners who are people of faith to literally be immersed in scripture, prayer, and worship, particularly contemplative prayer. That's the, the, those are crucial things for us to do. When we are out of routine of work and school, it's easy for us to just kind of like languish. Now more than ever, take the time that we have to immerse ourselves in those kinds of practices. Mm-hmm. Another thing would be connecting with two or three people that we care about and that care about us every day for very brief Interactions. They don't have to be for 30-minute or 45-minute conversations. But connecting with people either by phone or by video chat would be important. Another thing would be limit not just being online, but limit your scrolling. Limit the amount of time that you spend scrolling through social media. That's not going to be helpful for us to be distracting ourselves and putting ourselves kind of like on this conveyor belt of nothingness by merely doing the very things that would kind of enhance the kind of conversation that was taking place, that, you know, in, in, in the grocery store for you. And then I think a couple of other things that, were there, that are helpful. One is, as odd as it can seem, you know, these are times when, uh, we, it, when we're able to, to plan for some kind of artistic endeavor. If that means, like, you go online and you learn, how, you start to learn how to speak a different language. I mean, that sounds weird, speaking of weird. But when we have time to do this, do that. When we have time to um, when we have time to paint, when we have time to do anything creative, playing music, being with musical instruments, all really important. And then the last thing I would say, it's really important for us to regularly, weekly, be in a communal worship and teaching service of some kind, whether that's online, whether you're part of a community that's gathering in small groups of people, you know. And and given our current restraints, that may not even be possible. But I would say that it's really crucially important for us to um, continue to listen to and to be connected to the story that we believe that we are living in, because otherwise it becomes really difficult for us to remember that, and it becomes easy for the anxiety that is swirling around in my mind to become the authority that I begin to listen to, which will have me, in the end, in one of those conversations in the grocery store that you described. That's good. 
Kurt, all that is excellent. We really appreciate all those things. It sure is good to talk to a psychiatrist, it isn't sure it, is. John? Can, can we post this? Yeah. We should I, post uh, yeah, sure. I'll yeah, post. Please. I'll post the article called Thanks, Love Kurt. and Lament in March Madness, and we're not talking about the NCAA. Isn't that a, just the last kicker? The fact that it we don't is. have basketball to watch right now, Kurt, really? <laughs> You're telling me. Good You're telling night. me. Yeah. Kurt, friend, uh, thanks so much. We really appreciate okay. your wisdom and your knowledge uh, to share it with our audience. Pleasure to be with you. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Dr. Kurt Thompson from Falls Church, Virginia. Uh, his work, uh, The Soul of Shame, retelling the stories we believe about ourselves. We're going to post this piece on our Facebook page, Love and Lament in March Madness. Dr. Kurt Thompson. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. Over these many months, you've heard Kath and I sing the praises of Grove City College. We do so because both Kathy and I have children attending Grove City. We write the checks. We're part of the community. We know firsthand about the excellence of Grove City. I do believe that the education there is excellent. And the uh, interactions I've had with professors, with the university administration, and just the experience of my kid. I mean, it's just been wonderful for our family to see her develop in a place that's committed not just to her education, but also to cultivating her calling in life. She feels like she's getting an individual approach while at the same time being a part of a great university environment. And that's it. You've seen your child develop. They walk in as a young freshman. Four years later, they're going to come out as a fully formed functioning adult with a really strong theological background, great friends that last a lifetime. To me, that's the essence of what a quality education is when your child goes to college. So if you're thinking about college for your child, we'd highly recommend you make a visit to Grove City College. It's a beautiful old campus Mm -hmm. surrounded by so many wonderful things. Make sure that your child puts that on their list as they go about looking at higher education. Grove City College, look at it online at gcc.edu. Stop by for a visit and say, hey, John and Kathy sent me. That's Grove City College. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Tonight becoming partly cloudy, low 39. Tomorrow partly sunny with a milder afternoon, high 65. 
Tomorrow night, overcast and mild with a little rain late, low 49. Friday, a touch of rain in the morning. Otherwise, turning out mostly cloudy and mild. High Friday, 62. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. Life during a pandemic, adjusting to a a new normal. One of our uh, online wits has said, uh, try Geritol. That's right. Try some Geritol. That cracks me up because it makes me think of Lawrence Welk Show when I was little. Of course. I mean... It was always sponsored by Geritol, and Lawrence would come on and like shake the little bottle or point to it or yep. with something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the Lawrence Welk Show in our house on Saturday night, when we were little kids, that was like must-see viewing. Oh. We used to dance around the living me? room. Yes. And, the, and hee-haw. Oh, hee-haw, yeah. It was Lawrence Welk, then hee-haw. Right, exactly. Which was an yeah. odd yeah, it was, it was meeting sort of, of the like, sort of like, you know, what might be highbrow, the Lawrence Welk Show, for some people, to country humor. Right? It couldn't go from, yeah, it was something. Yeah. How about uh, the dancers on Lawrence Welk's show? Bobby and... The brothers? No, no. It was the guy and a girl. You know, and they were you know, a bit... Uh, I don't remember them. Uh, there was always... Everybody had their favorite, didn't There were they? a lot of white people. Oh, there sure were. There was one black guy. One right? black guy. He was the a dance, tap dancer. Right, he was a tap dancer. Yeah. Right. Everybody else, you know, that was just, you know... And same on Hee Middle America. Between, there- between 7 and 8 p.m., there was like a lot of Caucasian on television. Well, that was the era. I mean, of course, it, you know, that's how it's well, always but been. Well, it wasn't, it's not like there weren't any black people on TV then. Not many. Well, Who was on? Julia? Remember Julia? No. Oh, yeah. That was like, uh, that. I think that was groundbreaking. That she, uh, oh, boy. Okay, Diane so, Carroll was Julia. I loved Diane Carroll. She was a single I mom loved, with I, a little boy. I never watched that. Oh, Maybe I was too little to yeah, watch that. Were. Yeah, yeah. But I think she was the most beautiful oh, woman I've ever seen. Yeah. I loved everything she did. You know, her one of her last roles was on White Collar, which was a TV show on maybe the maybe AMC. Wasn't and, she? Wait, wait what, I'm sorry. Wasn't she like on one of those soaps as well? Maybe. Okay, sorry, but I digress. No, she was on uh, Dynasty. Dynasty, yes, yes, of course, yeah. yes, she was. But anyway, this is much like this was only maybe ten years ago. Mm. She was on White Collar. She was so elegant mm-hmm. on that show. And I don't know how old... I mean, she just passed away this year, or in 2019. She had to have been close to 80 when she was on the oh, show. Easily. She was... I mean, she had a, a main role. It wasn't yeah. like she came on every once in a while. She was always there. She was gorgeous. Hmm. And just top shelf in of she was. every way. Oh, what a beautifully talented woman. I wonder if Julia, God. the TV show, is on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, Julia. I don't know. Yeah. What? So it was like in the 70s, I guess. Probably early seventies. Okay, I think she was a nurse, and she, you know, was a single mom with a, one little boy. Okay, and it was, you know, she, her boss was like, you know, some old sort of, you know, crotchety, crotchety lovable, guy. lovable guy, crotchety. Was there was always, of course, drama and some sort of. It was cool. Okay, how about the how about the black guy from Mission Impossible? I never watched Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, I mean, believe me, in that era of like sixties, seventies, eighties television, there were very few African Americans yeah, on the screen. I'm sure that's very, the case, very few, right? which is how we ended up with a lot of the horrible music we heard on the Lawrence Welk show. <laughs> I guess sad so. but true, my yeah, friends. It's true. All right, we saw this article called "Life During a Pandemic: Adjusting to a New Normal," which is something that we're all doing, yes. right? And so it made us think about the changes that we're all making, right? So. What are you doing, right? Um, how are you faring in quarantine? Mm-hmm. As a listener, 
Are there things that you should be doing? Because uh, how do you adjust, you know, to this life in quarantine, social distancing or isolation with your family? Or maybe you're one of the people like us who has to go into work every day. Uh, What's it like for you to be one of the one of the very few people on the road? How do you properly care for like we talked to Ann Kennedy? How do you care for sick people in your family? Mm-hmm. You yourself overcome with anxiety without you yourself getting sick. Right. What about food safety in coronavirus? Right. Um, how does that work? You know, someone's sick. What are you feeding them as opposed to how you're feeding yourself? How do you clean your house? The disinfectants we talked about a little earlier in the show. Would you gather with friends? Would you gather with friends? Weather's going to be nice this weekend. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have people over and sit in the backyard? No. no. I'm not going to have people over and sit in the backyard. What about exercise? You just heard Kurt talk about that. Are you I, I've go already outside? admitted that I'm a disaster as far as exercising right now. He's gonna just take a walk. Well, listen to you. You're the one who, was it two, three weeks ago, Mike, pronounced that he was never going to exercise again. It's never. True. It wasn't even three weeks ago. And look, at now he's like telling me all about it, Mike. <laughs> No. I mean, that's a special what did, kind. What did Mike say? Forget what did Mike say? Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. Don't anyway, worry about it. Take the dogs. We want yeah. to hear from you. Here's the question. How are you faring in quarantine? Mm-hmm. And what's your biggest concern today? We'd love to hear from you. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. If you're watching the show on Facebook right now, you can feel free to submit your question here. And I will read it and uh, we can chat about it. Right. Okay. 800-320-8255. How are you faring in quarantine? And what is your biggest concern? How are today? you faring in quarantine? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Are you asking me that question? Well, now that you're answering, <laughs> okay. I'm happy to be asking. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, although last night I did eat... Half a bag of Mounds Bars. Wow. Is that an exaggeration? Don't say wow. No, it's not an exaggeration. Okay. I, I, what? You, no, what, no. Oh, now I, I'm being shamed. I'm not, I, Is that an I, I thought that maybe you were saying that for effect, and when I said, are you exaggerating, you were going to say, well, that was not really true. I only had three. No, okay. I didn't have three. <laughs> okay, well, now I, I feel had, badly I brought it up. I may have had 15. Okay. I may Sad. have. All right, that's, that's fine. not sad. That's that's how not I'm sad. coping. It's Mike. not sad. You know, Mike. All... I'm the one who hardly ever tries not to eat sugar. My husband's birthday we celebrated over the weekend. I've had cake every day since Saturday. Wow, that's how you're faring. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm faring. Okay. Okay. Anyway, phone lines are open. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. We would love to hear your voice. Tell us how you're faring in quarantine and what is your biggest concern as of now. All right. Should we take a break? Yep. Let's take okay. a break. Come Give back us a in call a few or uh, connect with us on Facebook. Back in a few minutes. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Who doesn't love a Mounds Bar? I love a Mounds Bar, believe me. Yeah. 101.5 WORD. At home, at work, or when home is work. We're here with the information, teaching, conversation, music, inspiration, and hope you need right now. Use your smart speaker to connect to Pittsburgh Station, sharing the word that changes the world. Okay. Find us at The Word Pittsburgh, 101.5 WORD. You've all helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. 
right now. MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today we're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, Giza Dream Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza Pillowcase, Bolster Pillows, and Neck Pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Be sure to use promo code WORD. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with a global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. The question we're asking you is, how are you faring in quarantine? And what's your biggest concern today? Please feel free. We'd love to hear your voice. 800-320-8255. If we can't hear your voice, I'd be happy to see your comments on Facebook. If you want to watch us there, 101.5 Word FM or the Ride Home with John and Kathy. Very nice. Let's go to the phones. And uh, Greg, our friend, uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good, John. Hi, Kathy. Greg, are you still working? Yes, by the grace of God. Okay. You know, each day I thank God that uh, I am a truck driver and uh, the things that I haul, you know what I mean? Um, it's it's kind of important. So uh, I'm just out here doing my thing. Now, I have taken a little precautions, wisdom and, and, and discernment as far as I got my rubber gloves when I do my, my, my fuel. Okay. And different places I go into, uh, I, I, I put my, my rubber gloves on. And uh, I use my mask, and then, you know, after I come out of the bathroom, I kind of, like, try not to touch things with my hands mm-hmm. to use my sleeve. But other than that there, I'm still uh, just resting in the Lord because mm-hmm. he's still in charge, yep. and I know who I am, and I know who he is. So, therefore, I just try to display calmness and peace yes. because that's what he's given me. So. You know, like if, because of the foundation that I have in him, I just walk it out. Mm-hmm. What's it I like, Greg? Walk it out. What's your interaction like with uh, the people you're connecting with? Um, generally, are people cool or are people anxious? 
I, I think the look on their faces is they're anxious because I don't do a lot of talking, especially the other truck drivers, because I was just telling my niece she's a truck driver. I don't really do a lot of truck driving. Every now and then, the Lord opens up an opportunity where I'm able to conversate. But most truck drivers, they all they do is cuss, fuss, and complain. Mm. So there is cuss, no, fuss, there is and no complain. Gratitude. I like that. Okay. That, that's, yeah, that's all they do. So I, I just like I go in, do my thing, and I'm back in my truck. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, like I say, I get an opportunity just to share. But what the Lord has me doing is most truck drivers won't look you in your face. So when I'm in the bathrooms and when I'm in different places, he says, say hello anyway. So that's mm-hmm. what I've been doing. Okay. You know, let, me, so. uh, let me ask you this before we let you go, Greg. And uh-huh. let me just say how good it is to hear from you. We love sure you. Is. Um, to, are there rest stops still open for you guys? Yes. Uh, every now and then we get something on our, on our computers stating that uh, – in Pennsylvania, especially in Pennsylvania, they're opening up more and more. But what they did in the beginning, when I, at the time I was on vacation, so I didn't really see a lot. But as I came back off of vacation, I seen that they were having a lot of the, the Pennsylvania truck stops, not 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 the I'm I'm sorry, the rest stops, not the truck stops, because the pallets, the TAs, and all those kind of places, what they were doing, they were letting people in. Use the bathroom, and they were also serving food, but it was uh, you couldn't eat in, in the place, and you couldn't do the lounge as far as watch TV. But other than that, there, uh, just got another uh, uh, information on Qualcomm this morning that in Pennsylvania they opened up 20 more, and on the turnpike they're opening up more and more as time goes on. Okay, be safe Good. out there. Yeah, Greg. be safe, Greg. Okay, you guys. Good to hear you. Good to hear you. That's Greg well. the trucker. We love him. Eight hundred three two zero. Eight two five five eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. So the question is, how are you faring in quarantine, and what is your biggest concern? We're on Facebook as well, streaming one hundred one point five Word FM on Facebook. I know people have chimed in there as well. Yeah. Okay. So. Um Nancy says, I'm faring well as far as I know. My cats and taking care of them gives me purpose and keeps me sane. Every time I sit down, I have one or two cats on my lap. I like that. Um, I have to feed them and clean up with them. My biggest concern is not meeting for Easter. It seems likely we won't. I miss seeing my friends even if I talk to them daily. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gary says, I stay busy in the morning. Um, I'm a morning DJ at the station in Rhode Island every day, and then I'm home practicing on my mandolin, trying to learn new songs. That is really good. If you play an instrument, I think that's a – in fact, Kurt Thompson, the psychiatrist we spoke to in our last segment, said that too. If you are a musician or if it's an instrument you've always wanted to learn um, and you have the opportunity now, take it. Yeah, something creative. Really good for your head. Okay. Um, let me see. Oh, there's a call? Yep. All right. Well, let me just t- read this because this is a um, this is a public school teacher. I'm very busy teaching from home as a public school teacher, and I'm listening to both of you as I work. Very nice. Thank you okay. for your kindness. Let's go back to the phones. Hey, Rebecca, you're with us live with uh, Kath and myself. Uh, what are you doing? How's your, how are you faring in quarantine? What's your biggest concern? Well, so nice to speak with you. I, I enjoy the humor that you both have. In fact, I almost went off the road when you were talking about Joya because – the with Diane Carroll, the yeah. rerun came on the other night. Oh, and I was shocked to see it. So I just wanted to mention that to you first. I mean, was she but the most anyway, gorgeous? Was she the most gorgeous thing? Oh, she was beautiful. Oh my gosh! Yes. After I watched the program, I went in and reapplied my makeup. <laughs> to see. You know, but it still didn't work. First right, of all, yeah. I'm I'm white, but mm. I wished I was black. Yes, we all she did. Was so absolutely gorgeous. Right. Uh, it was actually a sin how beautiful she was. Yeah. There should have been 
some kind of punishment. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, um, I'm on my way home from work. I'm still working full time because we're considered essential. I'm a case manager service coordinator for um, several officers offices in the housing authority. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm still full time and I like to think that I am still a strong witness for the Lord in in what I do, even though it's it's very stressful. We deal with many, many problems, but I believe that we are to be a voice of encouragement. And I think what's really, really essential and so beneficial is the fact that I have never been told that I can't share my faith as I meet clients daily. Mm -hmm. And in a time of such uncertainty, I have the joy of saying to them that this is not the end. This is not over. It's something that we're going through, you know, and as it says in, in Isaiah 43, when we go through the waters, when we go right, through not the fires, if, it, right? it doesn't say if. Right. And I try to ex- I explain that to them, to them, to each of my clients, and I'm able to interject that to them. But not that that takes away their fear, but I hope that it leaves them with a peace. Because, and I too explain to them, quite frankly that even though I'm a believer and have been all my life and also work in the church, I too face those same anxieties and fears Mm -hmm. as those in the scripture were put before me to give me that example. Yeah, that's terrific. Thank you so much for calling. That's an excellent phone call. Being in touch. Yeah, the question is, how are you faring in quarantine and what is your biggest concern today? So call us at 800-320-8255. We'd love to hear your voice, right? Especially in these times. Um, Thank you for all the people who've weighed in on Facebook here. um, Marina said this. I'm really loving the signs of spring. Of course. Don't you love it? Yeah, she said the fact that nothing stops nature does give you a sense of, okay, well, the whole world is not upside down. Yep. There are still natural processes that are good that are happening. The, to me, I love this time of year because you can see, like in the distance, if you look at the trees, the tops of the trees have these beautiful little red buds. Everything has a little red hue to it. You can also see their early green pop up. The forsythia is really mm-hmm. in full bloom depending upon where it's sun shining or not. Mm-hmm. I just love it so much. This is yeah. really one of the best times of year. Yeah. Um, Okay, let me see. There's so many people here. Okay, uh, Joyce says this. We're very clean at UPS. Good. Okay, so thank you to UPS for being clean. all those packages we're worried about, Uh right? And she said, I'm resting in the Lord as well. Fabulous. Several people have said, I don't have concerns. I mean, Troy said his biggest concern is running out of Geritol. Good, Troy. Which is something that we could probably address through some... That's a worthy concern. Some local store or online distributor. Who wants iron poor blood? Right. Dan says, um, he says, my biggest concern is when will it be safe to go back to work and when can my kids go back to school? Mm. I don't think that's going to happen to you. This year? I think, I I mean, I'm not any expert here. Just, you know, when I look at what's happening, I can't imagine the schools opening anytime soon. So what, maybe we'll be in school mid to late May for a little bit. I don't know. Is summer a wash? I don't the know. Kids going to be in school in summer because what they about, missed okay, springtime. Okay, have you thought about this? What about people who have vacation scheduled? Oh yeah, 
like June, July, or whatever, or May, or you put or what? money down on a beach right. house or something like that. Right. Or I, what if you have your plane tickets already? Yeah, I don't know. What's going to happen to that? I have no idea. Gosh. All right, we need to take a break. Oh, brave new world. That's right. The question is, how are you faring in quarantine? What is your biggest concern today? We'll hear from you next. Hello, friends. It's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. We are hoping you are all healthy and safe. Our family wanted to let you know that because our cows are requiring twice-a-day milking, the Spring House is still open for you to stop by for your farm fresher from our herd milk and hot out-of-the-oven breads and buns and meats and cheeses and cookies and anything that will make life happy and comfy and easier during these uncertain times. Our buffet is still full of family recipe lunches and suppers every day to take home to eat at your own family table. And our catering team even created a special take-and-bake meal, which you can check out online. We even ordered in extra toilet paper in case any of you are in a pinch. We've been so blessed this last week by customers thanking us for staying open and, best of all, telling us that they're praying for us. We just wanted to let you know that we are praying for all of you, too. Here's a big hug from all of us at the Spring House to you. We love you. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say food. Dial pound 250 and say food. Dial pound 250 and say food. Or give online at wordfm.com. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find some of yours. The message, Liberty Mutual Insurance, customizes your coverage so you only pay for what you need, is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance, where you can customize your coverage so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. One more phone call, I believe we do. Hey, Betty, uh, thanks for hanging on there. Uh, What's your conversation about, about the coronavirus? How you doing? Hey, Hello. Hello. Hi, how Hi. you doing? Yes. Okay, quickly. In my prayer time, the Lord told me, I'm a Christian, the Lord told me to share this, that Second Chronicles 7 and 14 was for Israel at that time, but it is for us today. If my people that are called by my name would pray and humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, 
I will hear, I will forgive their sins, and I will heal. I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. That's for the church particularly. But then when we pray, as, as believers, we need to pray for everybody to humble themselves, President Trump, kings, whoever, mm-hmm. to humble themselves and seek God's face. And the solution is he will forgive oh, glory. He will forgive our sins. Preach it, Betty. And heal our land. That's Betty, that. thank you. Wow. Second Chronicles. That was terrific. Thanks, Betty. Really appreciate that. That's a good way to That's end right. the show. It sure okay? is. Humble yourself. Submit yeah. yourself before the Lord. Hey, listen, if you weren't able to watch the show, that's okay, because you can just log on to Facebook and watch it tonight. Here we are. For better or worse, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah, thanks you look good, a lot. Though. You look good. Yeah, I dressed up. You did. Yeah, you did nothing. <laughs> I mean, you did a lot of things, according to the show. I mean, just as far as dressing, you did nothing. It sounded unreasonably harsh. That's Should not really how I meant it. Have a great night, everybody. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group.